The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So allow me to share with you a story. I love going to work because that's where the best stories happen. So I was working for, I, for those of you who may or may not know, I do these videos for H.com. They're short little videos. You may have seen them before. So I was, as you know, attorney for a, comp- a real estate company, and I do these, these they're short, like, you know, like inspirational clips before a holiday. I did one on Rosh Hashanah called Rosh Hashanah, What's Love Got to Do With It? It's all about how God loves you and not to be scared. So I was sitting at a closing in September, and it was a big deal, and we worked on this for a very long time. And if you can picture a New York-style conference room with lawyers on both sides, and everybody's like really like antagonistic and a lot, of bad, a lot of tension to close the deal before the weekend, and we're working really late, and guys are bleary-eyed, and we're sitting around in the middle of a deal point, and a guy next to me gets an email. I didn't know he was subscribed to H.com. And the email says... Check out Charlie Harari's new video, What's Love Got to Do With It? Apparently, I'm Tina Turner on the weekends. And he looks at me and goes, you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, keep it on the down low. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, just, he goes, oh, my gosh. Two seconds later, there's an IT guy in the room, and a screen drops down the size of that screen. And I'm like, please, please, please. Then all of a sudden, you know, Charlie Harari, What's Love Got to Do With It? And it was like, I'm like, whatever deal points you want, you win. It's over. So apparently it gets out of my office that I'm like into God. I, I don't know if the yarmulke didn't give it away beforehand, but now I've become into God. And there's a line in my office of people with questions, like Hebrew school guys, Christians. They're just like, well, what about this and what about that? And it got to a place where like I was literally feeling, fielding questions all day. I'm like, guys, I can't do this anymore. Here's what we're going to do. Every Friday, I'm going to go down to the cafeteria, and we're going to have a lunch and learn. Ask me any question you want. We'll go as late as you want. It'll be Friday. It'll be great. Awesome. So we go down every Friday, and it's question and answer, and I do my best to answer whatever God puts in. One week, we had a new guy that joined our finance department. His name was Josh. He just came out of Cornell. Josh was 6'5", 250, cut like an ox. Sits front row. I'm talking about God. And he is nodding, like smiling and nodding and smiling. I've never seen a Jew nod so much about God in my whole life. He's nodding and nodding, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. After it's over, he comes to me and goes, Charlie, he's uncomfortable. He goes, Charlie, you know, I just want to tell you, I want to thank you for that. I'm like, sure, Josh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, he's like you know, I, I, I know I, I just jumped in, but you mind if I keep on coming back? I said, sure. He goes, but I, I didn't tell you this before, but I, I, I'm not Jewish. I said, I know. He goes, how do you know? I said, Josh, you're 6'5". You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> God doesn't make us that big. We're never on the field. We are presented the guys on the field. We may have taken care of all the advertisements for the field, but we're never actually in the ring. We can get hit in the head. We won't be doctors. It's complicated. So of course you can come back. It's not our God. It's everybody's. You're always welcome wherever I go. Josh goes, thank you. No, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Next week comes in, and the topic of the conversation was, as relevant to this, was... Things that happened to you in, in, when you were in your youth that you'll never forget your whole life. And I'm talking about impact. Josh goes, do you mind if I, you know, jump in? I said, Josh, you're 6'5". You can give the class if you want. Whatever it is, it's all you. He goes, can I tell you guys a story? We go, absolutely. So he tells us the best story ever. He says, I grew up in Texas. He goes, I was born 6'5". Like, I had my growth spurt in, like, when I was three years old. 
Now, Texas has, what's Texas's main religion? Anybody know? Not Christianity. What is it? Football. Football. And when you grow up and you're 6'5 in Texas, you are the second coming. That's how it works. See, so he goes, I grew up in my town. When I had to pick high schools, I had people come in and bake in cakes for my mom. He goes, my first day in high school, there was a parade and a, and a, and a, a lot of people, cheerleaders, because they thought that my high school was going to bring them a championship. He goes, but I wasn't a great football player. He goes, in fact, I was pretty mediocre. I wasn't a killer. It's first year, my second year, my third year. No championships. And I was feeling it. And my coach was feeling it, but he didn't know how to motivate me. He goes, and somebody sent him a clip of a movie, and it got him excited, and he figured he would try it out on me. So the first day of my practice in my senior year, I get to, you got to picture this, by the beautiful Texas day, not a cloud in the sky, 100 degrees, huge manicured football lawn. He goes, and all the guys get around in their gear, and their pads, and he goes, Josh. He goes, yeah, coach. Because Josh, can you give me a death crawl? Death crawls are where you crawl, but your elbows and your knees can't touch the floor. So it's pain from the first second. He goes, yeah, I can give you a death crawl, coach. He goes, how far can you go, son? He goes, coach, I can go to the 20. He goes, can you go to the 20? He goes, yes, sir. He goes, do you give me your word, son? You'll get to the 20. He goes, I give you my word, son. Coach, I'll get to the 20. He goes, good, get down on all fours. The whole team gets around. He gets on all fours. He goes, oh, one second, Billy. Billy's the shortest kid on the team, probably the Jewish kid. He goes, yeah, Billy. He goes, come here. He goes, why don't you get on Josh's back? He goes, no, coach. I said to the 20, I didn't know Josh, I didn't know Billy's getting on my back. He goes, I thought you gave me your word. Your word better be good for something, son. He goes, okay. I'll get to, I'll get to the 20 with Billy on my back. He goes, one more thing, son. He goes, how many more things? And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a handkerchief. And he blindfolds him. He gets him on the goal line and he goes, Go. And he's going, and he's going, and he's going, and the place is going, Josh, 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 Josh. And it's a lot harder than he thought. And he's going, and he's at the 10. And the coach goes, good job, Josh, you're at the 5. Good job, you're at the 5. He goes, I'm at the 5. And he's going, and he's going, he's at the 20. And he goes, good job, Josh, you're at the 10. You ever get this, by the way, where you're working out and time slows down? You ever do this? You ever been on a treadmill before, and you're jogging, you're like, that was 45 minutes. You're like, 15 seconds. You ever have that? When time slows down on treadmills and fast days, you ever have that? And he's going, and he's going. He's the 30. He goes, Coach, where am I? He goes, you're at the 15-yard line. He goes, Coach, I got nothing left. He goes, you gave me your word, son. Your word better be good for something. You negotiate with your body. You get there to the 20. He goes, I got nothing left. And he's going, he's at the 40-yard line. He goes, Coach, I'm not there yet. He goes, I will tell you when you are there. I will. You keep on going. And he's going, and he's going, and he's going, and he collapses at the 50, thinking he didn't even make it to the 20. He said, when I fell down, he goes, I pushed Billy off. I unhooked my handkerchief. He goes, and I stared up at that hot Texas sun. And I said with a tear in my eye, Coach, I am so sorry. I have let you down every single season. And you asked me to get to the 20, and I can't even get to the 20 for you. I, got, I don't know what to say. And the coach turned to Josh and goes, Josh, the 20, turn around, you're on the 50. And Josh stood up and the coach told him a piece of advice that he would never forget for the rest of his life. He said, Josh, your problem is that you see yourself as a guy that belongs on the 20. And when you see yourself as someone that belongs on the 20, you know what happens? You're scared to push past the 20. 
You're scared to feel uncomfortable to get past the 20 because you think you belong there. But you belong on the 50. And when you see yourself as someone that belongs on the 50, you will have the desire to do whatever it takes to get to the 50. You will crawl. You will claw. You will do whatever it takes. You will welcome discomfort because you saw the 50 and you're not stopping until you get there. Every one of us has seen the 50 in our lives. It's called inspiration. We've all had it. There's a moment in our lives where you hear something, a song, maybe a movie, maybe you go to a funeral or a wedding, maybe you're on the plane like I was today and you hit turbulence and you become like, forget about it. Maybe you go through a tragedy in life and at that moment, there's a bit of clarity. You know what I'm talking about? When you get inspired, and you know what's great about inspiration? Is that inspiration isn't about who I can become. When you get inspired, you know how we feel? This is who I am. This is me. This is the kind of father I am. This is the kind of mother I am. This is the kind of husband I am. This is the kind of Jew I am. This is the guy, this is how I am at work. I'm a fighter. I don't go down. Every time we feel inspired, every time we're able to glance at the 50, we know we belong there. Our marriages belong there. Our kids belong there. Our communities belong there. There should be one Jew that doesn't have a chance at a Jewish education in America in 2015? Was it 1945? Was the money going to get people out of Europe? We know that in our core, that we should walk around and our lives, for those who are on the trip, you know this, shouldn't be good. It shouldn't even be great. We know that everything we touch should be awesome. And when we see the 50, the people that are great aren't the people that see it. The people that have the desire to go out and get it. Because the greatest human emotion is desire. 